A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I want to kick off really with trying to put our finger on exactly where it went wrong and there's multiple areas you'd have to say, Chris. But for you, what was sort of the biggest problem in that Liverpool performance today? Arsenal were really good, um, to be honest with you. I thought they were much better than us. I um, thought Arsenal's game plan was really good. I think, you know, they didn't want us to play with the football in the centre of the park, you know, and, and I, felt, I felt like... Gravenberg and Kurt Jones just didn't get on the ball in the right areas of the field for us. And, you know, I think they knew exactly what we were going to do. They weren't surprised by Trent playing out on the right-hand side and sort of keeping the width. And they weren't surprised by Joe Gomez coming inside. And they used Joe Gomez as a bit of a trigger for their press, mm. I felt like, and just made sure that they harried him and, and stuff like that. So I think, generally speaking, you've got to put your hands up and say, I, I don't know about you, John, but I just thought Arsenal were the better side today and we had a real off day. I think that's true. I mean, I think we were dreadful all the way from start to finish. And a lot of it was, as you say, that Arsenal were playing very, very well and everything they tried came off. Mm. I mean, well, midfield was non-existent for most of the first half and our centre-backs were playing the ball around and not moving. The, I mean, there were long, long stretches when the ball didn't leave our half and you're just asking for trouble in those kind of circumstances. I would say one thing in Positively, though, unless we if we hadn't given them the second goal, I think we'd have got a draw, <laughs> even though we were terrible and they were much, much better. Yeah, it, it just hinges on those kind of moments, and you can't afford to have catastrophic goals mm. given away like that. It's just ridiculous at yeah. that level. It was, especially when it's two of your, your better players, first and foremost, but your two leaders, your two experienced lads at the back, the type of people you turn to. When you're not at it, like we weren't today, you'd want them to just sort of stand above the rest and say, don't worry about it, I've got this, it's all calm. And for those two to be at the heart of a, of a catastrophic mess up like that, it kind of typifies and sums up what was going on with Liverpool today because it wasn't good. It wasn't good from start to finish, as you reference as well. And for me... Just a bit passive at times, I felt. And frustratingly, second balls. And second balls do my head in when you're not winning enough of them. And it felt like every single one of them, Arsenal were just on to time and time again. And if that happens more often than not, you end up on the wrong side of the results, essentially. Yeah, you're so right. it just it just wasn't what I've come to expect from Liverpool. I don't think we've been anywhere near full tilt this season. I think we were a little bit in midweek against Chelsea, but this was the polar opposite of that for me. There was just no no energy about us no, whatsoever. You, you build and you build and you build in terms of performances while, while Salah's been away and since Christmas and whatever, and they've been getting better and better. And that was epitomised on you know in the week against Chelsea because you're right, every second ball we won against mm. Chelsea 
and yet it was Arsenal this time. And their centre halves are two very, very strong players, and they we didn't have anything. But I think we get our selection wrong with Nunes not starting, um, and I think we get our subs wrong as well. I mean, you know, I say we got our selection wrong with Nunes not starting, but he didn't really do anything in terms of when he came onto the field. No. But then we didn't see him on the left, which is where he gave Arsenal such a problem in the cup yeah, game when he came on. And it, it seemed a bit daft that we didn't utilise that. And Bone might have been booked as well. And yeah, yeah, so like in terms of the selection, you know, it's easy to look back now and say that, but I think we got it wrong. And, I, and that's the first game in weeks where I think Klopp's subs have to have an impact as well. No, that's, that's right. I mean, the game was getting away from us as it was. But uh, nothing really came from that from there at all, did it? Uh, and our midfield had been terrible before they came on, and it was no better when they did come on. You know, yeah. Harvey Elliott ended up firefighting down the down the flank, didn't he? Yeah. Um, from Louis Diaz, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've been saying in in the last few weeks that we're a completely different. So we look a different side when Trent's on the pitch. He's he looks well class, and he's strutting around, and he's 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 um, getting passes all over the pitch. Uh, he was anonymous for the first half an hour. And then when they did start to get the ball to him, I mean, there, there was nowhere for it to go. I mean, there, there was no pressure in their box at all, you know. I mean, um, it just didn't work. No. You know, it was just wrong. <laughs> yeah, always everything we tried didn't work. I, I t- totally agree with you. I think they tried a tactical switch in the first half and it felt like we might have got a little bit more joy. We actually started the second half okay, but as soon as Arsenal got a grip of that again, we've just been non-existent pretty much from there and out. But like I say, I think for, if Liverpool aren't going to be good, which we weren't today, the last thing you need is bad errors. It was an error-laden performance from Liverpool. And when you're playing badly and you're throwing really bad mistakes into the mix as well, it's well, a recipe think for about disaster. It, you know, they... I don't think they really looked like they would score a lot of goals. I mean, no. you know, they they weren't really... I mean, the, yes, they attacked and yes, they looked threatening because they were moving the ball around so slickly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Alisson wasn't making loads of great saves and we weren't kicking them off the line and they weren't hitting the woodwork. You know, and, you know, suddenly we just give them a goal out of the blue when we're sort of getting a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a hand in the game. You know, when we weren't... Um, dominating the game by any means but at least we were getting a bit of a foothold mm, yeah. and you thought well maybe you know Diaz was was probing along the wings and stuff you thought maybe he could get do something but you know suddenly you give the ball away and they you know you get them beaten and we're, we're the whole ground goes up doesn't it and the, the players get an extra buzz in their their step and everything and then it becomes really difficult and we had the opportunity Dan didn't we where you give them a sucker punch going into half time yeah and you think can you capitalise on that in the second half and we just didn't they just what's frustrated me the most is they held us at arm's length today Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I'm annoyed because they were the better side and we didn't really lay a glove on them ourselves no you know, they've got our goal is a shocker. You know, two of their goals were shockers, but yeah. our goal's a shock and we didn't deserve it. No. And so the better team won and yeah. that's the thing that hurts. No, it absolutely one hundred percent, yeah. And it would have been it was a bit of a robbery to go in at half time level, to be honest with you. And had we got yeah, anything absolutely. from the game, you know, realistically, if we're being dead honest, it would have been a bit of a, a robbery in itself because we were nowhere near Arsenal today. We just weren't in any way, shape or form. And it's frustrating because obviously it was a big game and it would have meant a lot to have got out of there with a draw, quite frankly but it was in such stark contrast from what we've seen in recent weeks from Liverpool it's the polar opposite from what we've seen in midweek against Chelsea so it would have, it's, it's it would really have been mean. robbery if we'd got away with a draw 
Quite possibly. We yeah. could easily have done it yeah, if we hadn't sh- shot ourselves in the foot. And everything we were doing was was giving them opportunities. We were passing the ball badly. We were, you know, not covering properly, not pressing properly. Mm-hmm. All over the pitch, we were yeah. just giving them opportunities. We got away with a couple of scares, really. Yeah. I mean, Trent giving away early doors in the first and half. The when Saka missed. When we won them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ultimately, you're right, because their goals, when you sort of, if you analyse them, you didn't watch the game and just seeing the goals, you'd see one open goal for Saka, which comes from an Alisson save. So a little bit unfortunate there. Obviously, there's the calamitous mix-up between Alisson and Verge. So that's just us being bad, essentially, at the back. And then you've got a little deflection of Van Dijk for the third. So if you just seen that, you went, oh, well, I was And happy. by that time, you've, you've, you've lost a defender. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you've taken your full back off. You know, yeah. you, and ultimately, when you lost the whole 90 odd minutes, Liverpool weren't very good. Um, yeah. So that's what it boils down to. But yeah, really frustrating, really annoying. We probably but, look great on match of the day tonight. <laughs> but also, <laughs> we're not out of it, is what I'd say. Because I've seen loads. Maybe loads. in standard def, not in high definition. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen loads of, uh, of doom mongering on social media already. That's saying right, that's title, title race. Well, I mean, you know, the 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 problem with this isn't that Arsenal are now going to win the league. The problem now is the City are much much more dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they've got two games in hand, and um, you know, back in the driving seat. You know, and um, yes, we've got to play them in Anfield, and they've got to play Arsenal themselves. Um, so it's a, there's a long way to go, and you, sh- you shouldn't. Given the way we played all season, you still have to be optimistic, don't mm. you? Yeah. The thing yeah. is, it, today's a missed opportunity, isn't it? Because you've got a chance to cut a head off a dragon. Here. It was a three horse race, yes. and it could have yeah. become a two horse race. Right. Uh, and it's not now. It's three horse race. It is technically still in our hands because we do get to play Manchester City, yeah. but we're yeah. not in the driving seat anymore, are we? No. No. Frustrating, and like I say, self inflicted defeat ultimately, which is all the more annoying. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.